Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Film Freaks. I am your host Derek and with me today once again is my good friend Matty G joining me back for another exciting episode of whatever this is. How you doing man? Doing well. Hope everyone else out there is doing great. Oh man, I, I hope so too. Bro, it's like yeah. 80 degrees outside. What is this? God. What is this Houdini nonsense? Like, yeah. what, what's going on? I, I don't understand. It's been like snowing and raining like a yeah. whole bunch this month. So it's crazy. We, we live on the West Coast. We've been getting snow earlier this week. We've been getting hail. And then we got 80 degree weather. And then we got rain. And I'm just at the point where I think I've completely lost it. And so I'm glad that you're here with me, Matt, to confirm that we have, in fact, both lost it. Rather than just me, it is now both of us. Anyway. I lost it a long time ago. (laughs) Bro, whatever it is, I think I've lost it. I I can never seem to find it again. I don't know if I'll ever find this it that it is. But what are we talking about today? Probably in the series, actually. Uh, Oh, yeah. You don't know when you see the clown. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll find it the clown. We'll bring Pennywise on the show. Yeah, man. What are we What are we talking about today? Do you know? Uh, not Pennywise, actually. Not Pennywise the clown. Ah, we're, uh, no? we're uh, talking about again Moon Knight because the last recording did not go through. Yeah, man. I bloody it did uh, not work. I hit record right, and it turns out we were trying to. We sat here for like ten minutes trying to figure out what the heck was going on, and it came. To my realization that my computer decided, nah, I'm recording through the computer audio instead of the Yeti microphone that I use for every, literally every episode that we record on this show. So, here we were, talking about Moon Knight, a great episode about the first episode of Moon Knight, we'll get into that in a minute, and I just sound like I'm talking to myself, which... I mean, for a podcast, it's pretty typical. For me in my life, it's pretty typical. But when I introduce you, and then all I'm doing is talking to myself, it, you know, it kind of defeats the purpose. So, today... I, I will fully admit, I've been through that situation before long ago when I used to do YouTube, which I will be getting back to very soon. So today we're going to be talking about Moon Knight, the Disney Plus Marvel TV show series thing. And more specifically, we're going to be talking about episode one, The Goldfish Problem. Do you want to go through the episode, or do we want to just randomly spit out notes? I can walk us through the episode, and we can kind of narrate Yeah, we can probably give a general synopsis of, um, of the show, and then start talking from there. Yeah, so what happens is it opens up with this dude, and we, last time we tried recording this episode, um, we called him the judge. It comes, it comes to the judge, not dread, and so it it came to my knowledge through watching this episode again that his name is in fact Arthur. So Arthur from the TV show on PBS Kids titled Arthur, you know the the freaking bunny rabbit beaver looking guy, the kid. Pretty <laughs> sure he's a capybara. Yeah, he he grew up to be the guy that throws glass shards in his shoes and walks around damning people to an eternity of hell i don't know what he does okay but anyway so the episode (laughs) so so the episode opens up with arthur and 
He's just chilling, you know, pours himself a glass of water, takes a few Minecraft sips, if you will, then decides, you know <laughs> what, I'm done with this glass of water. What, are you, what would you normally do any other person off the street would do? They'd probably put it in the dishwasher. Arthur instead decides, nah, I'm just going to go ahead and fold a towel over it and smash it with my freaking cane. Mazel um, Which, <laughs> pretty much... So he decides I'm gonna christen my bloody desk. So so he, he then takes the shards, right? And he throws the shard Are we good? I mean my laundry chute just keeps opening and closing. Are we are we good? Okay. So Arthur decides he's going to take the glass shards, he is going to pour them into his sandals. And then just start walking around on glass shards in his shoes. Now, what kind of man is cool enough to do that, you might ask? Who cares? So anyway... I was completely <laughs> confused by that. It was I was, like, <laughs> you open with that, and I guess, honestly, that's probably a good tactic. Because I, I wanted to see more to... Uh, just because I was like, who is this guy? Why did he do this? You know what? Frankly, it's just a great, you know, metaphor for the entire series. It's like walking on glass shards. It's that bad. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually really great. So yeah, it's the so, immediate shock of it that, yeah. that brings you in. Oh, it was ridiculous. So then we get the Marvel fanfare thing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Woohoo. We're Marvel. Look at us. Anyway, so so then we, we pick up with Oscar Isaac and he starts out and he, we find that he's chained himself to a post. Um, like he's like cuffed his leg to a post. He apparently, we were led to believe that he sleepwalks, right? So he's got all this sand around his bed. Um, he's got like tape on the door. He's docked the door at least like three to five different times um, and, and different ways. And so it's this whole thing where it's like, okay, well, he's clearly he sleepwalks or whatever. All right, that's fine. Fair enough. If it's still it's weird. Like this entire scene and um, it's like, you got to wonder, is this guy like possessed or something? Is that why he's chained down? Is that why he has the uh, entire sand circle? I mean, usually you substitute that with salt, but I mean, mm -hmm. maybe he read a step wrong. He he wants but, to sleep you know. with the demon inside of him. You know what I mean? Like he wants to go to bed possessed, man. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> Sounds like that's <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, probably. So he he goes ahead and he he gets up. He does his thing, right? He feeds his fish or whatever, and he goes to work. And let me just say straight up, his boss is an absolute twit. She is an absolute yeah. jerk. Um, frankly, just, I mean, just really annoying. Like, hey, Stevie. And he's like, nah, my name's Steven. And she's like, I don't care. Whatever. Whatever the heck your name is. You're doing this now. So, uh, he, you know, it's just the whole thing. And so it's just establishing his character as a rather innocent fellow. We're going to skip ahead a little bit to where he goes to bed, right? He, he So, well, he meets this girl and she's like, we're on for the date, right, tonight? And he goes, uh, I'm, yeah? I mean, are we? Are we going on a date? And she's like, oh, you're so funny. So she leaves. <laughs> she leaves, right? And he, he, like us, are just completely clueless at this point. Like, okay, sure. It's like, where did she come from? You know, I wish I could pick up women like that. Anyway. Too, so, honestly. So... <laughs> 
not life is sad. <laughs> so, so life is totally not depressing for us. So anyway, we go ahead and we 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 go to we fast forward to where he goes to bed, right? And he, he he starts this thing off. It's like, oh well, welcome to staying awake and yada yada yada, and we're gonna help you like either stay awake or something and you know whatever. So he's he works at this museum, right? And his job is effectively kind of do certain tasks, like he's a gift shop worker, and then he'll also do inventory and things of that nature. So, you know, just kind of living his life. It just so happens that the shop is also Egypt theme, which for the character of Moon Knight is rather clever, in my opinion. I don't know about you, but I thought that was pretty smart to kind of yeah. introduce us and get us, you know, slowly get us into the Egypt feel theme of it. So we go ahead and we continue where he just goes to sleep and he wakes up in the middle of a field and it's the most random thing you could probably ever think of happening to yourself. And so he's I mean, like, at least at that point you know he's not a gamer because he actually touched grass. <laughs> yes. You know he's not in he's no you know he's not like you, Matt, where he's just <laughs> falls asleep in his VR headset and is looking around going, Whoa, oh, oh me out on that. <laughs> what? Huh? What is this? <laughs> and then and then you touch the grass, you go, Oh wait, no, this is a VR headset. No, he... Hey, at least I wake up with all of my memories intact. <laughs> That's fair enough. Could you imagine this whole this whole like series ends with him taking off a VR headset and just saying it oh, going, no, I would huh, I uh, would immediately cancel Disney. How, how cool is that? That was pretty damn cool. No. That was pretty freaking dope. I like that. Huh. I'm a video game tester. Stephen Grant, the video game designer. Yeah. If that actually anyway. happened, I, w I would just lose all interest for the show <laughs> I, and I, all the events that happened. Or maybe just the that, uh, that episode. You know what? Instead <laughs> it of, did end that way. Instead of it was all a dream. No, it was just all VR. The whole thing. Everything was just VR <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> How do we know that? You don't. So what happens is he wakes up in his VR simulated world. Just kidding. It's actually real. Anyway, so he wakes up and he's like flipping out thinking, where am I? What's going on? I think he broke, he like dislocated his jaw and he puts it back and it's really gross kind of, but you know, like, it's okay. It's just a dislocated yeah. bone. I was like. I was like, he's opening and closing his mouth and it's making really nasty noises. Wonderful. Anyway. It's in pain. Yeah, so so he he wakes up and he's in the middle of this field or whatever and he is like walking around and so he finds he he has these people that are shooting at him and we get this voice that says like oh great the worms back or the worms in control or whatever the idiots in control yeah now. Like, oh boy the idiots in control and Steven's like what what bro what and we get our first little peek of this like phantom looking thing right and so yeah. so we we have we have him running around and he's he's just flipping out because people are shooting at him. You know, you wake imagine you wake up from going to bed and you find yourself in the most random spot ever with people shooting at you. You know, that's my Monday morning. Anyway, possibly in a different country too. Yeah, that's that's, that's fair. Was that well. a different? That was probably a different country, right? I think it was because you know yeah. I think Marvel likes to go to different countries. I don't know why, but I, I think it's a thing. But anyway, yeah, he he goes he gets to this village and this is where we meet. Mr. Arthur, hey, you know, or was it? Yeah, yeah, it's Arthur. It is Arthur, the TV show. Arthur, Arthur from the kids, PBS, from the hit PBS show, 
Arthur, okay? Which so actually we, is not a capybara. I was wrong. I looked he, it up. He's an aardvark. He's an aardvark, okay? So we meet live-action Arthur, okay? Who's walking with glass in his shoes and a cane. And I'm thinking to myself, you freaking idiot. Why are you walking around with a cane? If you didn't, you didn't, wouldn't need a cane if your stupid self didn't put the glass in your shoes to be... Anyway, so... Ah. So... So, anyway, he goes ahead and he, he, he walks over and he starts going, Alright guys, we're gonna make Earth Heaven now. And everyone's like, yay! So, he brings this dude up and we see this tattoo that starts... So, so he puts this... He grabs their hands and... He puts this cane between their arms, and he starts it going side to side, swinging it back and forth, and it's supposed to be like a scale or whatever, right? And then the, yeah. the tattoo's like, oh, you know, it's a, is he good, is he bad? It's the scales of justice, so to speak. But yeah. it's, but you mentioned something last time you recorded. Um, yeah, the tattoo on his arm there, um, uh, like, y- you know the section where it holds like the ropes or whatever um, that support the scales? Yeah. Um, you, you can see, like, a crocodile-like head. That is in reference to, uh, the Egyptian goddess Amit itself. Mm-hmm. Which, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, Amit a little bit more, I believe, later on, when yeah. it's mentioned. Yeah, here, here, but, in a, here in a few moments we will. Yeah. So, he, he's, and I actually saw that when I rewatched the episode a couple hours ago, and I was like, wait, that's genius! Because at first, I didn't notice it, I just thought, oh, well, he's, exactly. just, he's just judging these people because he's that dude. So, and he When I looked this up, it. I kind of freaked out about that, too. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like, I was like, oh my... Yeah, I was like, wait, ah! what? <laughs> exactly. That is cool. It is, and it's a really nice little detail too. And 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 so he 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 goes ahead and he he says, okay, this guy's good. And I'm thinking, well, what happens if 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 he's not good? So he gets this guy that comes up and he goes, all right, dude, we're gonna do the same thing. Or no, this old lady. So he goes, yeah, all right, miss, we're gonna do this lady. whole thing here, and we're gonna. You remember you saw what we did just a moment ago? She goes, yeah. And he goes, all right, we're gonna do it again. So he grabs her arms, does the swingy cane thing. The, the scales go, whoa, will we? Won't we? And, and the scales say, mm, nah. And it's like yeah, this. Yeah, they 80- glow red. Yeah, it's like this eighty-five-year-old lady, and she's like, "But I didn't do anything wrong my whole life." First of all, nobody in this world's perfect, so you, you're an outright liar already. But second, <laughs> she's an old lady. <laughs> what do you think she's gonna do? Like, kill somebody? <laughs> I don't know. And she so may have she... killed someone earlier in her life. Who knows? <laughs> At this point, and she's man, just trying to cover it up. <laughs> welcome to the MCU. So she she's like, but I'm but I'm not that bad. And he's like, well, you may not be bad now, but what's not to say in the future you might do something? And she's just looking at him like, come on, man, really? And he's like, yeah, he's like, nah, we I'm not. We're gonna just stop you before that bad thing happens. It's like, well, okay. So he absorbs her life essence or whatever. And she just falls to the ground dead, right? This, like, 75-year-old, 82-year-old woman is now dead. And he's like, well, that happened. So these guys come up to uh, to Arthur, live-action aardvark Arthur, and they say, hey, dude. And he goes, yeah. And they go, you know that dude that's, like, running around, that guy, Mark Spector? And he looks up and he goes, I guess. And he goes, the, the, the agent dude goes, yeah, we, we, we have, he hijacked us, and he's here, and so Arthur's like, I, so he has everybody, like, bow to him, 
And <laughs> so, so Steven's like, uh, yeah, okay, whoops. And so he goes, you there, it's you, you're the mercenary. He's like, I don't, bro, okay. So, <laughs> so he's like, okay. So we get this whole scene where he's like, give me the scarab. Because Mark has this, you know, stole a scarab, right? This golden scarab looking thing. And man, I want to, I want you to say what happens next. I want, I want to see if you remember. <laughs> this is one of the best scenes. Yeah, the, the whole. Episode. Oh mm-hmm. my! <laughs> what happens? What happens? This, uh, this is honestly probably my favorite scene from the first episode. He, um, okay, so so Steve wants to give this scarab because you know he's just trying to be the common citizen. He does not want any trouble at all. So I was like, yeah, here, uh, I have the scarab in my hand. Just take it. And so. When Arthur tries to take it, his hand closes. But that was not his own doing. He, it, it, something is going on where he's trying to like pry his hands open or do whatever he can to get rid of this scarab and get his life back to normal. But it can't happen. He physically cannot do anything about it. No matter how hard he tries, he goes. He goes to like, like unfold his fingers. His fingers open. Yeah, his arm swings way backwards, so he turns his whole body. He's like, "Here, take it. Hurry, hurry, take it." His hands open again, and so so oh Arthur. Oh my God! Is making him look like a liar and a fool. Yeah. So Arthur goes to grab it, and he just swings his arm back. He's like, "I promise, I'm not doing it on purpose." And Arthur's like, "Uh huh." So so then what happens? At this point, he blacks out, and he's surrounded uh, there's by all like, these villains. What? Yeah, they 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 surround him. He blacks out, and it cuts to the next, uh, I guess, scene where those same people that surrounded him are dropped on the ground, dead. Yeah, they're like they're covered in blood. His hands are so bloodied, and we're all like, "Wait, what? What just happened?" And so we're kind of with with Stephen in this. So he goes and he he finds this truck, right? So he's running from everybody. He goes and he finds this truck and he's like, "Whoa, look, I'm I'm not I this isn't what you think." So he finds this truck and they play this song and I was going to try to remember it because I was like I was hoping right. it was the entertainer cuz yeah. that was a really nice ice cream truck. What was like <laughs> it was oh my gosh, what song was it? It was like a like a song about like wake me up before you go. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was that or what. But it was like I could a have song. To go back and rewatch. Yeah, but it was like a really like cheesy song that perfectly yeah. fit. And so what happens after that? They start chasing him, and and then what? They start chasing him. He's of course like panicking, trying to uh, to drive properly. Uh, they're at like. A mountainside, a hill, yeah, uh, something yeah, where like, a, like, a, like the like road a... is kind of thin. There's railings so that um, you try, you can, you know, do your best not to fall off and die. <laughs> Welcome to Ice Road Truckers without the ice. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure one of the enemies like uh, jumps onto the vehicle uh, from the back door of it, and at that point he blacks out again. Steven and he cuts up. forward. It's like now he's holding a gun. <laughs> he still has one hand on the road. He looks to the gun. He's like, ah! <laughs> "What is going on?" <laughs> and the guy in the back is dead too. <laughs> and the enemy's in front of him. 
and he throws the gun, <laughs> and whatever this other voice is, just insults him. Like, you really just threw that? So he addresses Mark, right? He's like, Mark, if this dude gets us killed, I'm going to kill both you and him. So clearly it's a third voice, right? It's a third entity. And so that's that's what I was telling you before we recorded. That's one of the things I picked up on. I was like, wait a minute. So yeah. it's not Mark that's the one talking in that deep voice. So I was that like, was, yeah, that perplexed me as well. Yeah. So that to me was the actual. Well, I I don't want to spoil anything if I'm right, but I'm gonna theorize. You want me to theorize? If you want me to theorize, I will. I think that that is a spirit and i will explain more as we go so he ki- he throws the gun this chase scene's continuing it finally concludes where these two guys just randomly get slapped over like like just trampled with these logs he wakes up and he's like oh good it was all just a dream so he goes and he's like all right i'm just chilling and he looks over and he realizes his goldfish that he has has one fin. So what does he do? Uh, actually, yeah, this is where I, I believe the name of the episode come in, comes into play. Because his goldfish originally had one fin. Um, he he woke up in his room. Uh, everything seemingly is normal. He was tied down. Got the salt circle made of sand. Uh, the tape on the door. <laughs> salt circle made of sand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he looks to his goldfish and notices it has two fins now. I, b- I believe that's the the order it happens, right? Yes. Yeah, you're so, right so far. I'll yeah. stop you when you're wrong. He notices. Yeah, he notices the uh, goldfish is perfectly fine. It somehow regrew a limb. So he takes the fish and brings it to the pet store to rant about what is going on. Like, how does a goldfish just suddenly grow a limb back? What is going on here? He's ranting to this, about, uh, or to the pet store owner, and she's like, I don't know, she's just, like, going along with what he's saying. But then she mentions, it's what I told you yesterday. Wait, yesterday? Yeah. And what, so- what, what do you mean yesterday? I wasn't here yesterday. So he looks at the time and he goes, well, the fish is wrong. And she goes, well, uh, okay. So then he looks at the time and he goes, well, now the time's wrong too. I just woke up. And she's like, are you, you freaking idiot. The first, first it's the fish. Now it's the time. What's next? And he goes, I gotta go. So he realizes that yeah. he had that date at seven on Friday at this steakhouse. He's vegan, by the way. So he's, he's running. He's like, oh my goodness, it's game over. You know, I don't know what's going on. And so he, 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 he dresses up and he goes to the steakhouse and he just is left by himself. So he's he's thinking, I just, am I getting stood up? What's happening? It's Friday. It's uh, about 7 o'clock. It's actually after 7. What's going on? So the waiter comes over after he, ca- so he calls this girl, right? And he goes, hey, you know, uh, it's Friday and, you know, uh, our steak time. <laughs> This is hilarious. I love that how they wrote this character. Yeah. He's like, it's steak time. And she's like, you know, it's kind of the cutesy little talk that he does. And, and it completely contrasts his alternate personas, right? So so he goes ahead and he's like, you know, hey, what's up? And she goes, you have the nerve to call me. He goes, well, well yeah, um, it's Friday. And she goes, 
no, it's Sunday. And he goes, nah, I'm pretty sure it's Friday. She goes, dude, it's Sunday. And he goes, uh, wow, oh, okay. And so he's just as shocked as we are. She goes, now, you stood me up and I ate steak all by myself. And he goes, but, but, but Sunday, but Friday comes after Thursday. She's like, it's freaking Sunday, you idiot. Get off, get it through your head. So she goes, don't call me anymore. And she hangs up on him. So we're, we're feeling really bad because we know he can't control it. So he, what does he do? He orders a steak. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He orders a steak. He doesn't even know how to order a steak, which is he, he really doesn't because he's so, been vegan his whole life. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, he's like, well, I'll have, I'll have the best part of the, of the steak. And, and the guy goes, all right, mate, it's a, it's a filet. And he goes, yeah. And then he goes, uh, how do you want it? And he goes, Oh, really good. Just, just re- really, really good. And the guy's like, all right, well done, sir. So, <laughs> poor guy. So he gets home, yeah. and he's stuffing his mouth full with chocolates. And I'm like, bro, that's the life, man. Chocolate makes everything feel better. Right? Right. So, now we right. can all agree on that. So, Very right. So, we, we, we're sitting there, and we're hanging out, and he, he goes over, and he's going to feed his fish chocolate. Now, frankly, I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but whatever. The nah, he elected to get the sprinkles. <laughs> he elected, he's like, hey, you get some sprinkles, because that's all you get. And I'm like, all right, fine. So, he trips, he falls, he spills his candy on the floor, and he goes to pick it up, and he notices that the scratches are on the floor, and he's like, why are these scratches on my floor? And so... He goes ahead and he moves this rug out of the way and he finds that there are even more scratches on the floor. So what happens then? Actually, I, I'm sorry. I, you like, forgot? Okay. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I was just thinking in my head if fish were actually like, like, do they die eating chocolate? That's what I was wondering too because I know if dogs, if <laughs> yeah, dogs have chocolate. Like... I'm thinking to myself, this man is so depressed he's going to just kill his fish straight up. Like, okay. Hey, my roommate's a fish. I'm just gonna kill. Him. Wait a minute. No, was was this the part where he discovered that the fish had two fins? No, then... it was before. It was before. Okay. We're in the right order. Yeah. I've I've got my order messed up. No, he. But he did walk over and he goes, "If you bloody Gary, then I'm the, the oh. pharaoh of Egypt or something." And I'm like, "Oh, ha! How? Yeah, funny. I remember what happens now." Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So then. so yeah, he um. He feeds the fish sprinkles for whatever reason. But um, (laughs) as he, like, walks... I think he walks away a little bit, but then he notices something weird with the order of of his furniture. Yeah, he he trips. Looks at the ground. Yeah, Yeah, he trips because the table wasn't there originally Mm -hmm. in that position. He looked at the ground um, uh, because he has a wooden floor, and he notices that there's these scratch marks from the table being moved. He looks around and notices that there's a wooden panel in in the wall, like in the skylight area of his flat, that's just out of place a little bit. Like, it's put there, but it's just askew. Just like so, the slightest bit. Just yeah, the, so, little, so then he moves... Yeah, he moves that table back into its original position, gets on the table, and pulls the panel out, and there's this phone. And some keys. A flip phone behind there, and and some keys, yes. We don't know what the keys go to. We just know they're the keys. If I were to guess, maybe an apartment of some sort, or some Mm -hmm. sort of house, Mm -hmm. but 
Yeah, there, there's... There's, uh, he checks the history of the phone, and it's a huge list of this one specific name that's constantly calling this number. And so he checks it out. It's like, hello? It's like Linda or something, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, but, there's, but there is one name that's a little off, and I tried to remember what that was, but I was, I, I was just too wrapped up in the episode again. I had it last time, but I, sh- I should have wrote that down. It's like, it's like drunk dude i I don't know it's 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 not drunk dude but it's 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 different the fact of the matter is it's like 20 times that this girl calls him right over the course of like three months and there's one that's off and by the way i just want to say real quick my theory i have a theory for that key you know how it's the cell phone and then there's the key and the cell phone actually has the charger with it and everything i'm i'm wondering if mark um, which everyone probably by now, if you haven't seen the episode, go watch it. It's really good. But if you're wondering, Mark Spector, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, she And she calls him Mark. But um, what, what I'm trying to say is my theory is I personally think perhaps, like you said, there's maybe like a storage or, you know what I mean? Like you, ever, you remember like storage wars when you have those those... They, they bid on those garages or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I've seen that before. I wonder if perhaps he has, like, a storage area, or there's, like, another apartment room. And yeah, quite that's, possibly. That's Mark's, that's Mark's place, because he is effectively living two lives. But I don't want to, I don't want to give too much away before we, before you get into it. But, but it, it's, it's just interesting. So he calls. Yeah, I mean, up. it is at this point that you can start uh, piecing things together. That obviously things are not what they seem. Something weird is going on. Of course, this of lady just um, confirms that there's a date. Calls him weird for not remembering. The fish yeah. with two fins. Things are starting you know. to kind of get off. And, and so he calls this girl and she goes, Mark, I've been trying to call you for months. And he's like, uh, my name's Steven. Why'd you just, you know, he's like, why'd you call me Mark? And she doesn't even answer him. She doesn't dignify us as the audience. So they, they I think that the creators of this show uh, did like a really great job in terms of we're blacking out when he does, we're waking up when he does, and it effectively feels as if we are Steven, or at least watching this through Steven's eyes, because yeah. with Yeah, that was, oh my god, I it, loved that about this episode. It was done so well, um, we'll, we'll get into our bullet points here in a few moments, but she, he calls her, she goes, nah, we're done, and I also, like the other girl, don't feel like talking to you anymore or something. So he tries to call her back, but then his lights start flickering. So he, I, presumably he hangs up, I think, or, or she didn't, something like that. But anyway, he, he, but I, but he goes ahead and he's, he's walking around. He's like, what, what's, what's up? What's up? What's going on? You know, earthquake, something's happening. And so his lights start flickering or whatever. And she, or he, I'm sorry, he starts looking around and he's like no somebody's just screwing with me and he goes over to his shower and there's like a mirror in his shower for whatever reason or something and the mirror in the bathroom it's different and it's different because he's looking at it one way but the reflection is in a completely different pose and it's telling him you need to stop steven you're gonna you're going too far you're you're digging too deep 
And so that's kind of where we're thinking, what gives? So he flips out and he's running and he gets in the elevator and he hits the, the ground floor. He stops at like floor three and he he goes to like floor two. And I think we were talking in the last episode about how this kind of reminded us of like a Gmod type of Yeah, game. Gmod elevator. Yeah, the elevator where Except it's like in every this case, floor. It's, it's just like a horror yeah. kind of situation. <laughs> it's and, and, and so the Gmod thing is kind of similar in the sense that every level and that the whole game is pretty much takes place in an elevator. And it's like every time the doors open, something weird happens or somebody gets in that's like really off or weird or creepy or whatever. Anyway. So he, he, the elevator stops at this other floor, like floor two, and this thing just start that we saw a little bit of back in the fields starts walking towards him really aggressively. He's flipping out and it puts his hands into the elevator and it pulls the elevator doors and he looks back up and it's this old lady who's so out of character. And so she gets off and she's like really concerned and creeped out from him which I think may mean a little more. It may not. I don't think it does, but part of me wants to believe that it did. Yeah, something had to have happened to freak that old lady out. Yeah, I mean, he was acting a little strange, of course, but, you know, I mean, we're in, a, we're in a universe where there's an alien that just wiped out half the life of the universe. So there's Stranger Things. Stranger Things on Netflix, season five. Ah. I'm mean, just kidding. No, <laughs> he saw it. Not sponsored. So there's these weird things that are coming at him, and he's thinking, and all right whatever so he gets on the bus and he comes to like i guess he blacks out or you know a little later he wakes up and he's on a bus and he finds out that the one guy is actually real so he goes and he's like this dude's real as he's getting off the bus he's like you know he turns around oh my the guy's God, there on the bus. Arthur. he's he's like oh my gosh it's live action arthur from the hit show arthur on pbs so, and I promise folks we're not sponsored, but we're going to keep going with that joke for now. So he goes, he goes, what is a live action cool. aardvark doing on a bus walking on two feet? <laughs> so, so Arthur finds, finds Steven and he goes, hey, what a wonderful kind of day to come along and play and run along with each other. And Steve was looking at him like, bro, what the... No, that's not what happens. <laughs> so, he, so so he's looking at him, and he's talking, and he's like, hey, you know, do you know who Ahmed is? And, and Steven's like, yeah, he's like the boogeyman or whatever of Egypt. And he's like, yeah, you know, but he, he could have stopped... She, or I'm sorry, she she could have stopped Hitler because, you know, she, she stopped people from doing bad before they could do it, and then she, she got bored, and, you know, all the gods stopped her, and blah, 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 blah. And he's just talking about Amud to, to, to Stephen. And Stephen's like, uh-huh. So he finally gets, you know, the, the Arthur, the aardvark, grabs his hands with his paws. And... <laughs> and, and you really had to go there. <laughs> he grabs his hands with his paws. Now you just turned him into a furry. <laughs> and, no, 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 no. So he grabs him with his, with his hands, all right, okay? They gave Arthur hands. He has hands, and then he walks on paws. So he grabs him by the hands. He's only half hard bark. So he grabs him by the hands, and, and he goes ahead, and he's like, okay. So he, he starts doing the judgment thing, and so Steve, he's like, there's chaos in you. And Steve is like, uh-huh. So Steven just, you know, the door opens behind him and he runs and, 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 and Arthur's like, ah, oh, yeah, just let him go, man. And everyone's like, all right, fine. So a little later, um, 
Steven's working and he gets chased by this monster and it's like a jackal, right? So it starts chasing him and he's running and, and, and Arthur's like, yo, just give me the scarab and I'll be good. And, you know, just give it to me, whatever. Yeah. And, and I won't kill you, but I probably will. But who knows? Anyway, so he he's in the bathroom. He traps himself in a bathroom, Steven, and he starts to freak out and Mark appears. Mark's like, dude. And Steven's like, oh, goodness, just what I needed. Another thing thing creepy weird looking thing you know happening so he's like what is you know what's up and 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 steven's like yo uh uh uh-huh and so mark's like yeah we need to merge you need to give me control and so steven's like nah and so finally he does because he's like all right well look we're gonna die what's the worst that could happen so he turns into moon knight and he beats this jackal senseless now that's where the episode ends so i'm gonna get into and that's kind of a rough summary at the end because there's a few points i wanted to get to um first point i'm so this leads me leads us into our our bullet points right so a few things we liked from the show uh, and i'll go first i guess with this i and we'll kind of i guess take turns if you want to matt so i sure. love i love the way that they handled steven's did like his dissociative identity disorder so like he would black out and he would wake back up in the most random spots I also love, so when he's talking to Arthur, Arthur goes, hey, so the Avatar, uh, Amund was betrayed by her own Avatar, and Steven just looks at him and goes, oh, you mean that movie with the blue people? And he goes, no. And then, and then Steven's like, oh, you mean the anime? He goes, no, I'm serious. Seriously, Steven. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. I'm like, bro, I think that would be almost anybody in that scenario. And then I'm going to hand it over to you uh, in a moment after this one. I love the general chaotic feel of the episode. I think it was really nice, like I said earlier, where it all felt like it was going everywhere and all over the place, but it never felt like it went out of hand. So, Yeah, like there was obviously chaos with the episode, yeah. but it felt like just enough because there were still... There was still time between those chaotic moments where you had a moment to sit back, relax, and just take in the episode. Exactly. And uh, what's like, going on. Like, it was more so just, it felt like everything was happening at once, but it wasn't, but it was. And so, when my sister saw us, she goes, yeah, it's really weird. But, but like you said, it never really felt like it was too hard to follow. And... I'm curious to see when I watch this with my parents, inevitably, what they think of it and how they kind of follow it. Because I know my parents see things differently. And I mean, other people do as well. But my parents, they've seen like most of the MCU movies. But I want to see how they kind of follow this and see if it's too complex or not. Too, you know what I mean? Kind of see how they, yeah. they perceive it I'll probably it have well. to hit up my dad and uh, be like, hey, you want to watch this with me if you haven't already? If if you have seen it, uh, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, just because I want to see how, it, how, how, you know, somebody that's not as hugely into this, you know, l- almost less than you, perhaps, perhaps not, would, <laughs> of all people, would, would perceive this. If that makes any sense. So this show's got me hooked. I definitely want to see more of it. Oh yeah, by far. But I want to go ahead and I want to hand it over to you now and give you a chance to talk about a couple things. I'm gonna steal all the fun stuff. (laughs) 
So I already mentioned this a little bit earlier, but the the opening sequence of um, of the show, just seeing that guy and what he does with the glass, the shock factor, that's that <laughs> was like that that got me like really questioning. Is the, what's going on here? Like, is what? this the guy? Is this Aardvark uh, just on steroids? <laughs> I didn't even know that was the villain at first. <laughs> uh, uh, like, why would I? Exactly. But, exactly. Yeah. I thought it was uh, Steven, too. I, I really did. And I was thinking, is he okay? Like, I know he's crazy, but yeah. is he, like, that crazy? I mean... Furthermore on that, he wasn't bleeding, and he was wearing sandals. He wasn't wearing shoes. There were that's sandals. True. That's so, true. So, the fact that he was stepping on this glass and just walking casually, was he even in pain at all? I think he was. Because it didn't look like he was. But I think he's so numb to it because it seems... It, to me, it appears that like he does this all the time. So that's what I'm kind of wondering where... And that's yeah, a really good if, point. If he has done this um, like pretty much every day of his life or whatever, then prob- he probably has some thick skin on those stompers there. But, <laughs> you uh, know what I would wonder, actually? I wonder if perhaps maybe it's like an anchor to him where... It, it kind of serves a, a purpose is reminding him that he's still because he looks Possibly. at him, he might look at himself or people look at him as such a an icon like a pivotal figure in the in the role of Amund or whatever where it's like okay well he's trying to bring heaven to earth or whatever right and so I'm wondering if maybe that's a way of him keeping himself ground and reminding himself that he too is immortal because he doesn't want it to get you know what I'm trying to say? He doesn't want to get too crazy to the point where he gets wrapped up in it and forgets, like, oh, I'm just a normal man like everybody else. Yeah, I don't if that's if, the case, that, that would be genius. I don't know if that if that makes much sense. I hope that y'all are trying to or understand what I'm trying to say. But that would be kind of what I would go with it, maybe. Perhaps. But anyway, your next point? Yeah. So, for, um, speeding up ahead, uh, also related to uh, Arthur... When um, when he was holding the uh, the palms of that uh, old lady, and um, and you know, judgment was passed, and her soul was devoured. Um, this this is the point where I said, okay, I got to do a little research on this because this is interesting stuff. The whole goddess Amen and all that. Um, and I, I I'm. Using a source that is kind of shaky. I don't know how... Yeah, it says the article needs verification. This is Wikipedia. I was going to say, Wikipedia. So to, yeah, I take, take what I say with a grain of salt. For all of you cool school... Or cool school. For all of you school children listening to this, okay? Don't... First and foremost, why are you listening to us and not paying attention in school? And more importantly... <laughs> more importantly... No, it's all good. But also, don't quote Wikipedia on your essays. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, take actual sources. But yes. uh, Arthur here, I guess, um, is the is the one who starts this process of judgment. Um, Wikipedia here again. Don't trust it too much, but uh, it says that Anubis weighed the heart of uh, a person. So once that initiates i guess anubis ha- ha- is involved now like okay let's see um, anubis being like this like got the, this big list checking big it guy. twice yeah oh so, uh, sorry santa this, this one <laughs> gotta down see if they're naughty or nice okay <laughs> you're right here 
Ooh, you stole ten bucks from that person. <laughs> Basically, he's yeah, he's he's passing judgment. He's upon just flipping that through his like, journal. All right, let's see. Uh, are you good? No. Okay. Uh, are you good? No. Nah. Let's flip through. Keep 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 flipping through. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Reginald. Reg. There he is. Reginald, you stole ten bucks from Grandma last night. <laughs> You're going to hell. Uh, not only that, but you bullied the uh, the local nerd. Mm, that's you, not okay. You actual twats. Okay. Look, I have a special place in the depths of the underworld for bullies. But yeah. Can so you, can you real quick? Can you just briefly recap who Anubis is, just for anybody that doesn't know? I think he's Anubis like the is god or something like the big head. Yeah, the uh, god of the underworld for Anubis or the Egyptian mythology, I believe. Okay, so he's kind of like the devil, like the, the Egyptian um, devil. Not really the devil. He's more so the actual judge. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because in the process of this, Anubis is the one who weighs the heart of a person, and should it be deemed not pure. Amit would be the one to devour that heart and pretty much prevent them from continuing their voyage to immortality, which at this point they would be uh, become restless forever, and this is considered the second death. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I, I think that's also brings me to one of my points, because we both kind of picked, I feel like we both kind of picked a god, and I'm not, I'm not going to go as far in depth with mine. But I just wanted to bring up, you're probably going to start hearing the name Khonshu a lot. And if I may be so bold as to say, I believe that's what the Phantom was, is Khonshu, the avatar of Khonshu, who is the Egyptian god of the moon. And his name means traveler. Also, I'm reading this off of Wikipedia. Very relatable source. So, <laughs> so this may relate to the perceived nightly travel of the moon across the sky. And along with... T-H-O-T-H, Thoth, he may mark the passage of time. So, he was also instrumental in creating the new life in all living creatures. So, I think it's more so, like, the fact that I feel, maybe it's me, and I might be looking too far into this, I probably am, but the whole passage of the moon across the sky in the nighttime, to me, I think that kind of represents the whole alternate persona for Stephen. Uh, in terms of he goes to bed somebody else wakes up they go to bed he wakes you know what i mean so i think that there in and of itself and what's not to say that we saw all these tapes and things that he has and what's not to say that perhaps mark or whoever is sharing the body with him what's not to say that they're doing the same thing we saw him cover up his track when he stepped through the sand it's not that hard, and so that's why I'm thinking, what's not to say that somebody else, you know, the alternate, could have done all... You know you know what I'm trying to say? I mean, he already appears like a double agent type character, so who knows, but... PK, I gotta take time to process. <laughs> no. What do you mean, take oh, wait, time to actually, process? Yeah, um... What do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? Cause I was I was just listening to what you were saying. Cause oh yeah yeah no you're good oh my bad my bad and, I was like wait a minute process um, what <laughs> are you watching something over there <laughs> I would say bender. actually because like this whole Egyptian mythology thing uh, I was never really too interested in it until this show I would love to know more though from like actual sources 
Uh, I'll, I might do a little bit of uh, research on my own time, but like, if there's anything out there um, that anyone could suggest, I w- I want to see more of this. Like for sure, I honestly it is crazy stuff. I would love to because I so I took a summer school back uh, like a summer school class back when I was living in Texas, and so what happened was we learned about toots in common and all that stuff like he was the boy pharaoh i think he died at like 18 or 20 or something so it was really build a pyramid uh, as uh, like a diorama for uh, one of my school projects based on toot in common interesting yeah he's one of the more he's up there with cleopatra in some ways yeah but i would love for this show to kind of delve deeper and and like i said we've only seen the first episode but i think it'd be really neat to see the you know, further in depth of, you know, the whole Egyptian type of, I don't know if that may have the, the whole Egyptian gods and, you know, kind of use this as a way to kind of trying to figure out what I'm trying, what I'm, what I'm saying here, I guess use this as a gateway to kind of open up people more if they're interested in the whole Egyptian thing, if that makes sense. I, don't I mean, that's have... how it worked for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't even hear about the goddess Ahmet before. Until just, uh, just this series. Frankly, I don't think I ever did either. And that's that's the and, best part. And, and you bringing up uh, Khonshu as well. I've never heard of that either. You will. But you will. Yeah, I, pro- <laughs> I, will. I probably will. I'm very invested in this now, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing when you have... Because I think a lot of medias are doing this, too. Where, it, you know, you have God of War, which was the Greek gods, and now it's the Norse gods. I won't get into why. But you have that, and then you have kind of Moon Knight, which is going into the Egyptian side of things. So I think it's really cool that these kinds of, you know, we're, we're getting kind of that mythology-type feel, and we're kind of bringing more of a, yeah, <laughs> my brain hurts, okay? But do you have any... Yeah, the, the merging of, like, um, mythology and modern culture has always been... Like a really cool concept, like mm. even the Percy Jackson movies. Yeah, and that, so that was really cool. By the way, they're doing a new Percy Jackson series. I think I told you about that. They're doing a yeah, you did. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy, man. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm just looking over my notes. I guess the big thing for me is the end of the. Okay, so so here's here's one problem that I had, and and I think this is where we're gonna, you know, we'll, we'll try to end it on something positive, and then we'll close. So here here's my thing. The Moon Knight suit looks dope, right? It looks so yes. freaking awesome. But my issue is I love for it to have more of a practical feel. And what I mean by that is I think they kind of did something like what they do with Man of Steel in the Spawn movie as well, where they made the cape CGI. It just felt too CG to me. And so I'd like to see them use more practical effects. And I, I mean, I know they already filmed it and everything. So I'm hoping that they've used more practical effects and it was just for that perhaps it just felt kind of like it broke a little bit of immersion to some people i saw on online as well so i would like to see more of a practical feeling suit and that's kind of where i'm at is you know we, we a lot of films today use and rely on cgi which is great that's fine but pract- don't do it to the point where practical effects seem like a lost art or feel like that. And so that's kind of my little tangent there. And so that's what I want to see out of this show coming forward. But all in all, great show. Great episode. Wonderful oh, way of fair. opening it up. And 
I've I only knew of Moon Knight, and we talked a little bit about this the first time we tried to record this episode. I only knew a little bit about Moon Knight coming into this. I didn't know a whole lot. The only real thing that I knew was I think I read a comic or listened to a comic as well. Um, off YouTube, I read a comic in the Marvel app, the Marvel Unlimited app. And so there was that. And then there's a whole thing where I played Ultimate Alliance, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance back in the day. And Moon Knight was a character. I was like, oh, look at this cool dude with this cool staff, you know, whatever. And so it was kind of neat. But I always was interested. And I always kept hearing like, Marvel's Batman on YouTube. So I was like, okay, that's kind of neat, I guess. But I never really got too invested into the character. And so one of the things I will say is with the costume, it looks like it's like he has mummy, like almost like he's wrapped in these bandages like a mummy. And it's, it feels more Egyptian-centrical. And I love that. I know you said you liked yeah. it as well. I love it, how it, they incorporated the suit with it too. So Yeah, and honestly, um, when I was doing this, I didn't really personally notice the whole CG feel to the suit. I mm-hmm. I just saw suit. I was like, oh, it's the boy. <laughs> oh, shoot. So here cool. He, here it comes. <laughs> there he goes. And I mean, even the jackal, when the, when like the creature wa- like went into the bathroom, because it was about to tear down the door and it did. And it just oh, yeah. turns around and beelines it away. And he just grabs it by the leg and just like drags yeah, it back in. Had no fear. Breaking down the door, coming in uh, uh, like a boss. About to... <laughs> beat this guy with a a sink or something i don't know and then he starts turning around and running uh, running like oh no i can't deal with this guy it's about to pop off bro but i think in the next episode what i want to see is more of a i don't know i want to see them obviously go further into it and i don't know how much i would really be able to to go for it and sing that i would be looking for and i only say it because it is only the first episode and so we get a bit of a feel I want it to continue with the. I, I, I love the blackout parts, right? Where he blacks out and he wakes back up. So I would like to maybe see. Well, here's an idea. Why don't we see Mark Spector? The only. Like, the episode is like episode one, right? But it's just Mark Spector. So it's a continuation yeah. of episode one. But instead of Steven, every time that Mark appears and he blacks out and he comes back to. You know what I mean? Like, we see the aftermath of what Steven did, right? And then episode three is kind of them getting acquainted, if you will. You know what I'm trying to say? Because I think it's only a six-episode Yeah, I, I know exactly series. what you're trying to say. So that's, that's that something would, I would like to see. Yeah, that would have been really cool if they did that. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll find out what happens. I don't know if you have anything else you'd there like to add. There are four episodes. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we'll now. see. What we're gonna we're gonna do this and so that we're just by the way, folks. I don't know if I said this or not. We are just reviewing the first episode, so don't like the title says. So don't think we're we're gonna go ahead and do the whole series right now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're about this. a month late to this. Exactly, but we're doing one episode a week. So, or at least that's that's the the outlook. Um, we might have breaks in between. I know that the new Nick Cage movie is out now, so you and I, Matt, are seeing that movie. We're gonna be doing a whole yeah, episode that's on that. Be fun. 
and you guys, I'm looking forward to that. That's probably like my second most anticipated movie, regardless of what I said on previous episodes, <laughs> okay? That movie looks hilarious. So we'll probably do that. I know I want to do The Northman as well. So we're going to try to do um, like a Moon Knight episode each week and see um, if I'm able to edit it and everything and we'll, we'll figure it out it, it's a whole thing but we're gonna try to figure it out but we are coming back to moon knight and i know that this is something that a lot of people want to hear and so we're gonna do everything we can to try to deliver that to you guys so i want to go ahead and i want to plug our media accounts we are looking at opening a twitter at some point soon so stay tuned to that continue listening we're going to go ahead and do letters real quick. So, Manny G, I think, I, I, I'm sure that you, of all people, should remember your first episode of the Film Freaks where you appeared. Episode 2, I believe it was. No Way Home, no yeah. Yeah. We asked in the Spotify poll, which you listening right now can go to and vote and also answer questions and interact with us. Uh, we asked, what was your favorite part of Spider-Man No Way Home? And we got a comment from Samuel Link Gaming, who wrote in and said, My favorite part of Spider-Man No Way Home is where Ned's grandmother has Peter Parker clean up the spider webs on the walls. I found it hilarious, and half the theater laughed at that. So, I think what she's talking about is, you remember, okay, so spoiler alert, and if you haven't seen the movie, what the heck's wrong with you? I don't care, we're spoiling it anyway. There's There's the scene where they open the portal, and Andrew Garfield walks through, and everyone's like, Dude, you're, you know what I'm talking about, right? And so MJ is like, you got to prove to us that you're Spider-Man. And he goes, I'm, I'm wearing the suit, but that's not enough. You got to prove to us that you're Spider-Man. He goes, uh, okay. So he grabs the, whoops, I, I literally just banged the ceiling of my face. But trying to, I'm like acting out the scene. <laughs> so he, he grabs onto the roof, right? And he's like sticking there and he's hanging. And she's like, crawl around. And he goes, okay. So he starts crying. He's like, no, I'm not going to crawl around. She goes, do it. And so he's like, fine. So the grandma walks in, that's grandma. And she's like, can you get the cobwebs since you're up there? And he goes, fine. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good scene as well. I don't know. That's hilarious. I loved it, man. So we want to thank you, Sammy, for, for commenting and listening to the show. And if you would like to be featured on the show, you can go ahead and I'm just kind of clicking around here. You'll have to excuse me on that. That's my laptop. I'm trying to kind of open and move everything around. But if you would like to be featured on the show, you can go ahead and reach us at thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. Once again, that's thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram where you can DM us and also follow us for sneak peeks and little votes and things on there and a little more interaction. Um, You can go to Film Freaks Pod on Instagram. Once again, that's Film Freaks Pod on Instagram. And you can follow us there. So I want to go ahead and I want to give Matt this opportunity. Matt, if you'd like to plug yourself at all. I don't know if you have a, anything at all you'd like to tell the people if they want to go and check out any of your content or anything. I mean, as I said more towards the beginning of uh, at the episode here, I will be coming back to YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be more gaming content, though, because that's more... Uh, more in line with uh, uh, what I do. Yeah. I'm, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge gamer. I'm just riding along with uh, with this freak here. <laughs> well, because you're on the show, you are also a freak. So, <laughs> oh, no. but but here's the thing, right? Game freaks already taken. So you you <laughs> your behind's got to find another another title to yeah. pick. <laughs> oh, got him! Bang! <laughs> Our sister but podcast, yeah. the Game Freaks, totally not Pokemon related. I'm just playing. We don't have a, a sister podcast yet. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. well. Thanks again, Matt, for accompanying us, and yeah, we're looking forward to having you on future episodes to come. So, we want to thank everybody at home for listening or wherever you are. Go ahead, stay safe. I know the COVID numbers are rising again, so make sure you wear a mask and you get vaccinated. And we will catch you all in the next episode. I don't know what it's going to be. Matt doesn't know what, it, what it's going to be. I don't think anybody at this point knows what it's going to be. But whatever it is, it's going to be good. So thank you, again. <laughs> thank you again for all your support. And we will catch you all in the next episode of The Film Freaks. Peace. Stay super.